Good morning, Raboisai. Ah, I'm right here in Arlington Heights, Double Tree Hotel, celebrating the Ofrov of my son. Tremendous, tremendous occasion. And as you know, when you do an Ofrov and there's a lot of guests coming from Eretz Yisrael, from different cities, and there's not a whole lot of time to sit down and prepare and learn. But yet, you have to sit down and prepare and learn. You have to do the daf. There's not a day that goes by that we don't do the daf raboisai. So here we are. There's a beautiful lavish lava malka going on right now. And we are not going to participate in the lava malka. We're going to do the daf. So listen to this. Uh, you could eat as much as you want. The guy's here. Actually, you know what? I, I, you tell me what the sponsors are. I can't check right now. It's the middle of the sheer. What? You know, one guy that it might you might have to revoke his. Uh, yeah, what are you saying? Okay, I don't have sponsors. So we're going to go. Let's see. You have sponsors. Okay. Today's sheer, leading Nishmasimi, Rossi, Rusmus Mordechai, the memory of our beloved niece Miri on her second yard side, who left us at the young age of nine years, eight months, 22 days. Mary Neshama have an aliyah, and this learning being Nechama to the family. Mimrochel, Bas Daniel, Shlomo, Tizichro, Baruch, by Cyril and Avramayer and the boys, by Mordechai Zapaznik. Lezech Nishmas's great grandfather, Rabbi Avrami Shai, is a Paznik, Rabbi Avrami Shayo, Ben Rabbi Chil, Michal, Zerkon El Avrocha, he was a person who was very committed to Shemir's Shabbos and Yiddishkeit. Maybe a Melitz Yoshif for the entire Mishpach and all of Israel by Michael Reiser. Mazdov to Rabbi Eli and family on the wedding of his son. May the new Zivik bring much covet Shemayim. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Michael. Yishkeit to the whole Olam. You know, I, I received many emails, text messages, etc. So, if I don't respond, it's not because I'm rude. It's just regular behavior. What are you saying? Picture is a little schwach? That doesn't look perfect to me at all. If that's perfect to you, Hashem Yirachim. Gary just said it's a beautiful picture. Oh, we have Paris Achoyish, Michael Bemela in the schus that he should make it to Uman today, uh, this year for Hoshana, and that's all I remember. I remember Fagus something. Oh, there's more. He has it. Okay. In memory. Of his mother, the Varefega Bat Shmuel, and father in law, Menachem Mendel Ben, Alchon Zuchon El Rocha. Boys, I just want to read to you an amazing email. Uh, it was written with the help of a friend, uh, Yehuda Kentridge, I believe. And it's written by Lavi Zev Ben Yehudit Greenspan. So remember that name, Lavi Zev, because we're going to say, we're going to dive in for this person. Hi, my name is Lavi. When I was 26, Lailechem went blind because of a brain tumor. Ever since I've Baruch Hashem become a lawyer, I'm a school shrink, and I have this chus of being mechazic people by speaking publicly about my story and bringing people closer to Hashem. But there's something missing, something that I miss more than anything, something that so many have taken for granted. I can't learn inside a Gemara. I'm still blind. I'm turning to you. This is what I need now. It's the emotional weekend, another emotional thing. I turn, I'm turning to you because Hashem has been zaki you to bring so much of what's truly important to people who can never learn otherwise. The people who are scattered across the vast diaspora and the big Tamil Chachamim. You've been a shaliach with tremendous achas, but Torah and Klai Israel. I turn to you and your wonderful Torah family 
to turn to Rabbi Nishleilam on my behalf, beseech him to give the ability to see the Hele Gitaira. See, Rabbi, we take for granted, here's a person crying and he wants to see the Hele Gitaira. He wants to see the Gemara inside. He listens to the Torah, but he can't hear it. He can't see it. And get married. He wants to get married. Because oh. we're here now by a marriage. Yeah, the learning at, that's why I'm reading this. We're here for the chasad of my son, a tremendous schos. And I have here Rabbi Eli Kapalovich, my mechutan, sitting here as well. This shidduch should be oily yafa, and this tzaddik should be zayich to get married also to build a family of Torah. Because Baruch Hu is mechadish betuve bechol yim tamid. Loi toiv heyoyis adam levadoi, he's reminding us. He's akol yachal, enoim levadoi. Thank you so much. Hamavarach v'hamavarachim is Baruch Hu b'kevak eflayim b'schar sharam Yisrael. Amen. I'm an Eretz Yisrael till a week until. Please can I have a short private audience with you before I leave to get a bracha in person. Thanks. So... Abirka Sadiyot is just as good on Zoom and on YouTube. And I'm going to ask the Oilam now if everybody together will say it together. In Schos, Lavi Ze'ev Ben Yehudis, he should have a Rafua Shlema and should have a Shidduch Bekaroi. Everybody, Lavi Ze'ev Ben Yehudis, Greenspan. Yeah, you stroll goes one to Oman with him. Wow. No, I'm also knows Levi Greenspan. Here's one from Jeff Gordon in Boynton Beach, Miami Beach. For the past year and a half, I've been stuck at home during the pandemic. Is there a vacation? So he went to Iceland. And while he's in Iceland, of course, he made sure to watch it out. Everybody knows Jeff Gordon. He's on that famous video. Imagine my surprise that one morning I tune in and lo and behold, you're in my backyard in Miami. I'm sure Sandy treated you well and offered some low-key humor to keep your attention. I feel awful I missed the opportunity to finally meet you in person. It was amazing. Sandy treated us tremendous. Catered meal, the whole thing. But life is all about timing. So now the achrais is on me to hopefully soon make it back there to stroll and attend the daf in person at the mothership. Please send you sure my best. I hear he was also in town, but keep hearings everywhere. And honestly, no one ever remembers seeing him. LOL. May we all be mazel and have everyone see him together in person. Jeff Gordon. Do we have time for another one? You know what? It's Sunday morning. It, this, is a, this is a really, really good one. I recommend saving this for a day that you have time. It's a super important message. I agree. My continuous war on dopamine and the daf. Dear Rebelli, this is Yoeli Dopamine. No, I'm kidding. His name is... I, I forgot how to pronounce his name. What's this all about? Uh... Okay, wow. Rav Shleiman Miller is on from Borough Park. His son was a donor to a kidney transplant. You should have a full Shleima. So check this out. Yoeli Doblet. Yes, my plan is to eventually beat Kalman from the five towns in the frequent email competition. I want to point out another huge benefit this year has in my life. Hopefully inspire others to take advantage of this as well. You hear this, Rav Oisai? One of my primary struggles is curbing YouTube time, which has never-ending lore of dopamine release. Dopamine is a chemical released by the brain when, for example, one eats junk food, plays video games, one spends mindless time on the screen and would start with watching political debate, leading to watching Michael Jordan's most famous dunks, and somehow eventually, three hours later, watching Imangus fighting a rattlesnake. <laughs> this guy's awesome. I don't know, does he have my history? What is going on here? 
Michael Jordan's best dunks, and before you know it, you're watching a mongoose ra- battling a rattlesnake. Unbelievable. I think he's stalking me with the mongoose. <laughs> At this point, one is frequently surrounded by potato chips, cr- chip crumbs. In Judaism, some refer to dopamine simply as the Yitzhahara. He's right. You didn't say they have all these uh, different names. It's the Yitzhahara. It's dopamine. It feels good in the short term, but leaves you drained and empty. My main strategy in this war was to only allow myself a dose of dopamine stuff after completing a low dopamine activity, aka boring stuff, such as sending out invoices, making a phone call. I've been putting a, you hear his idea. Do a small thing, then watch a little YouTube. There are many ups and downs. I have many interests that stimulate my mind, such as chess matches, music history, political debate, and sports. And the phone is so accessible, the battle plan was slowly working. Enter Ellie share on YouTube. One new simple rule was a game changer. I may not watch any YouTube on my phone until I finish that day's daf, plus the omen of catch-up of Masech Shabbos, where I fell off the daf Yomi first with last year. The strategy in Milchemes HaYetzer has been so effective that most days I go to sleep without having seen Ben Shapiro or Tucker Carlson clips that day. <laughs> when I close my eyes, I no longer hear Dr. Fauci's voice. Fauci, not a typo. I'm seeing evidence that this is making me a better husband, father, friend, and a better Jew. Yeshikoyach for helping me on this pathway to a more authentic life. Please share this with the rest of the NY community, as I'm not the only one entangled in this dopamine battle. As my Rav, Rabbi Yomin Eisenberger put it, it is the challenge of our generation. Thank you for allowing me to share. I love you all. Yola Levi, I forgot how to pronounce his name, D-O-P-P-E-L-T. P.S. I thought that in the spirit of the struggle, I would try to be more present and slow you down to regular speed when learning the DAF. But what can I say? I don't think it will happen in this lifetime. I hope by the next cycle in 2027, I'll be ready to demote to 1.25 speed. P.P.S. I have a long-term plan to make so much progress that my ADHD will stand for addicted to my DAF Hayoimi dose. ADHD. Givaldik. Our boys have beautiful emails. As usual, keep them coming. It was a beautiful Shabbos. Thank you. And tomorrow is going to be a beautiful day. You guys discuss when the share should be. I think I'm going to do it at 12 o'clock p.m. My wife is not happy. Zokt the Halegigamar. Wadaf Chof Hey, Omer Aleph, Mesech the Sukkah. And we are discussing, we just have to finish off the Sukkah. We stopped the middle of a Sukkah. What happens if you have a su- sukkah that has moving walls, a sukkah made out of fabric, out of a tarp, moving walls, toshma, shavas betel shugavoya asara. We have three cases that are basically the same exact cases. And they are, one was in a tail. A tail is a mountain, a mound. Here's a picture of a mound. The tail is not meant, it wasn't built and designed for humans. It was there from Sheshis and Meberashis, Shugavoya Asoro, Vu Arba Amos Al It's minimum four Amos by four Amos, and it might be up to two saw. What's the significance of two saw? Because anytime you have something that's not a Rishus Hayachid, like a Carmelus, it's Nishtahin and Nishtaher, we have 120 people on Zoom, it's amazing. On a Motsi Shabbos in New York, who knows? It's already 12, it's already past midnight over there. Oh, because we have Eretz Yisrael. I forgot about Eretz Yisrael. 7.15 Eretz Yisrael. We have people, people in the base marriage. Wow, Shalom Aleichem, guys in the base marriage. MDY, how you doing, Bailam? It just went dark on you. Okay, beautiful. 
So he's sitting on top of this. Now what's going on here? Let's, let's talk. Let's t- take it a step back. On Shabbos, you're permitted to go 2,000 Amas from the end of your house, from the end of your city, from the end of your Shvisas, Knias Rishos. What's the word? Where you Shavis on Shabbos. Now if you put an Erev, you put Chalos, so the 2,000 Amas starts from that point, great. So that's, in, that's Shabbos 2000 Amma. If your place is on top of this mound, or the reverse of a mound, which is a neka, you go into the ground, but you live, that, you're kind shvisa, that's the word, kind shvisa in this area. So this whole place becomes yours. Your 2000 Amma starts from the boundary of this neka. So you got 2000 Amma this way, 2000 Amma this way, but that's it. 2000 Amma. So it doesn't matter if it's a hole in the ground or another thing. And the third case is if it's made out of wheat, stalks of wheat. Now, there's only one difference here. Let me ask you a question. If you are in this little neka, so here are your walls. You can see your walls are very defined. Here they are. But if you're on a mound of dirt, how's that your rishos? How's that your home? Where are the walls? New. So you have to say, good asik mechitzta. The walls, that's why the Gemara tells us it's 10 tefachim tall. So it already has within a built-in 10 tefachim walls, and they go upwards, and they create invisible walls around. I guess the best case, the easiest case to understand is this right over here. You live in a house made out of stalks. Okay. It has to be a minimum of It's 10 fachim deep. It's up until two saw uh, in terms of square amas. You have stalks that are chopped down, they're cut. They have stalks all around, like a maze. Sometimes they have these mazes. You have somebody cut within the corn or within. The stalks, you have a little area. That's where you decided to spend your Shabbos. Beautiful Shabbos within the stalks. Mahal has kula. So, of course, you can walk within the stalks and within the mound all around. But from that point on, from that point on, ask the Gemara the question, the cause of Asi. What about the stalks? They move in the wind. And we just said that anything that moves in the wind is not considered a mechitza. Right? We decided already. That this sukkus, we're getting rid of our tarp sukkus and our fabric sukkus. We're going to solid sukkus. Or we're going to correct the fabric by putting in ropes. Your wife is going to ask what is going on here. It's ugly. It doesn't matter because the tarps move. And it's not a good sukkus. not a good mechitza. Says the Gemara, we must say, If you look closely in this circle right over here, they made, they, they, they strengthen the wheat, the stalks, so that it doesn't move in the wind, and therefore it's a proper bechitza. We have a beautiful sugi coming up, says the Mishnah, the official Mishnah sponsored by Fischl. Shluchei mitzvah p'tur If you are on a mission to perform a mitzvah, such as to learn Torah, says Rashi, or to redeem Somebody who's in captivity, or to go see your Rebbe. So you're 
you have a job already. You're already busy with a mitzvah. And Isaac bin mitzvah, potter min a mitzvah. If somebody's doing one mitzvah, you don't have to do another mitzvah. There's a major machloik as we showed him here in the sugyo. What if you could do both? What if one doesn't? Obviously, if we had the whole sugya, a person that's wearing tzitzis, of course he's not part of all mitzvahs. Okay, is this going to take away from his concentration, etc.? Okay, so that's step number one. If you have a chayla she'eng b'yisakana, this is not a danger. You're in the nursing home. And the nurses, again, they're part of minasukah. We're going to see exactly what's going on. So there are three things that you must perform in the sukkah. That's eating and drinking and sleeping. It says over here that you could eat and drink. We'll see in the Gemara exactly how much. But You're allowed to take a little snack. You're allowed to drink a little bit. But you cannot take a little shluf in the sukkah. You can't sleep even for two minutes. Why? What's the difference? What is the difference between eating a little bit and sleeping a little? Well, sleeping, you might not get up. Have a Sahari, keep on going. I saw very interesting, there are people that are very makbid, not to eat anything outside of the sukkah. So I saw a pinkos, he said, it is once on a trip to America on sukkah. And he's on the plane and he didn't eat. <clears throat> and he landed and he didn't eat. And he's starving. He didn't eat. He has a minute, he doesn't eat. And he writes that he has charata. He has charata because it's mutter to drink aray. It's mutter to eat aray, whatever that cheer is. And he was mitzahar himself on yantif. And it's yantif. Simchas hayantif, he's over. He says, I shouldn't have done that. It's a mistake on my part. How do we know this idea of of and we know, I mentioned it many, many times. The unbelievable Hashgacha Pratis that we learned Mesechus Psachim and we finish Mesechus Psachim every Pesach. We're learning Mesechus Sukkah and we're going to finish Mesechus Sukkah right before Sukkot. On Rosh Hashanah this year, we learned two Dapim about Rosh Hashanah. It was incredible, etc., etc. We had it a few times just recently again. And today, I'm sitting here in the hotel celebrating the offer of my son and tomorrow as well. And unbelievably, we have a sukkah about a chasen, a chasen, simchas a chasen, and how a chasen is supposed to act on. And the guy says that anytime the Torah coincides with the parsha, the, the parsha and the Gemara, it's like a Shbarhu is giving you a hug. Shbarhu is, is telling you, hey, what's up? It's his way of talking to you. Take it seriously. And tomorrow also, the sugi continues. Nachamal, Chosen Vashishvinim, Chosen and his friends. Mamish was sitting here with his friends. Crazy. 20 of his friends. I don't know how many were his friends. 30 of his friends. The Torah Rabbanon, Beshiftacha Beveisecha. We say it every day. You're supposed to say Kriyashma. Learn Torah. Beshiftacha Beveisecha when you're sitting in your house. Prat, Lo Isaac Beveisecha. You don't have to say Kriyashma if you're performing a mitzvah. Prat, Lo Chosen. Now, what is the difference? We just said that a person that's performing a mitzvah doesn't have to say Kriyashma. So why is a chasen any different? And the obvious answer is, and Rashi points it out, a person is Isaac b'mitzvah, meaning 
He's doing Ashavas Aveda, he's carrying an animal, he's doing something, he's running around. Over here you have a person that the entire mitzvah, what he's tarred in is in his head. It's only in his head. Mental. He's tarred mentally and that's also something as the Gemara is going to describe, he's potter from mitzvahs, he's potter from Kriyashma. Bikan Amru HaKoynes is Absula Potter. If he's marrying Absula, then he's part of from Kriyashma because he's Tarot. He's concerned about the mitzvah and everything and it's worrying him. He's worried also that he's not going to find her Absula. That's, that's his concern over here. But Almana obviously doesn't have that concern that he's not going to find Absulim. So he doesn't have that concern. So therefore he's Chayav the Kriyashma. My Mashma. How do we see from the words of Alech Derech, Omer Avuno, Kiderech? It's like the way, Ma Derech Rishos. You can pick and choose any way you want. Go right, go left. Avkol Rishos. So too, these mitzvahs. La Puki Haidim Mitzvah. So too, when you're saying Shema, you have Rishos. You can do whatever you want. But if you don't have Rishos, you can't do whatever you want. You're in the middle of doing a mitzvah. You're also a mitzvah. You're potter from Kriyashma. Miloy Askinon asked the Gemara, but who told you where he's going? Maybe he's also, maybe it also includes a guy going to a mitzvah. He's going. doesn't say where he's going. Okay, so he's saying most of the time he's going to the virus shows, he's going to the grocery store. But maybe it also includes somebody who's going to a mitzvah. Miloy Askinon goes to the mitzvah. And nevertheless, the Torah says, you should say Kriyashma, even though you're also a mitzvah. Says Gemara MK, name a crow, Besheves of Elechas, my Beshev to Cha, Ovelech to Cha. Okay, so it's a drosha. The extra Chav at the end is what we're darshaning. Belechas the dog, Hudim Elchaivis, Ovelechas the mitzvah, Petiras. Belech to Cha. What's the drosha? It's your going. It doesn't say going. It's not a person going. It's you. You're going for yourself. What's going for yourself, Rishos? But if you're going for a mitzvah, anytime you're going for a mitzvah, it's not for you. It's for Hashem. That is when you are. Okay, ask the Gemara. So now we're going to break it down. So now what's the difference? If a person is going for a mitzvah, he's doing a mitzvah. So what's the difference? He marries an almano, marries a grusha, marries a psula. At the end of the day, he's getting married and that's a mitzvah. That mitzvah itself should patter him from Kriyashma. Says the Gemara, Well, there's two things. There's a guy that's performing a mitzvah and there's a guy that's busy. Tarot. He doesn't have the head for it. So a person who marries a psula version, he's tarut. Koinus almana, loy tarut. He doesn't have the same tirda. B'chaleicha, so now the Gemara breaks it down even more. So what are you telling me? That the point is tirda. The point is the person who can perform. He has something on his mind. B'chaleicha, the tarut, achinami, the patur, ela, miyad, the He has a major issue, a, a personal problem. His, his ship just went down. His business went kaput. He lost a lot of money in the stock market. So he that is tarred, he doesn't have to say Krishma. He's even more tarred than a chasen. So maybe he should also be potter. And if you'll say yes. A person who just lost a loved one. Hardest time in the world to, to concentrate. How can you concentrate in such a time? All you're thinking about is the tsar. Yet, chayiv b'chol amitzvah samuz b'toyra. Person's chayiv in everything. 
Chutz minat tefillin. There's one mitzvah he's potter. Sharei nemar behem peer. We're going to see an, the real draw or another drasha. But the point is that tefillin. It says peer. It's your glory. You don't wear tefillin when you're rolling in the dust with tzar. So a avel is chayiv in mitzvahs. But why? If the whole point is tirda, that I am occupied, preoccupied with thought. So then what's the difference between a avel and a chasam? Says the Gemara, you need a combination of two things. You need to be preoccupied. But with a mitzvah, when a person is a avel, it's rishos. Now, maybe a avel has to act ba'avelos. He does. Says Rashi, he has to take his shoes off and he has to sit on the floor, but he's not mechuyiv to be bitzar. Daddy does, has no chiv to be bitzar. He has to act bitzar, says Rashi. Let's see it inside, actually. It's a good Rashi. Four lines from the bottom. She'av al pishu chayiv. Tir de rishu says Rashi. She'av pishu chayiv linogavelu shelni ilo rechitza vesiko. He can't embade. He can't take a haircut. Laharis kfoid mesoy. It's just to show from the outside. It's a very important Rashi. It's an outer show, but it doesn't mean that you have a chiyov to sit and cry and to be bitzar. I just thought it's very interesting. The, I'm sure they talk about it. That an avel has aninos. The first day is a'inan. Then he has seven days of avelos, of shiva. Then he has 30 days of a lower type, and then he has a whole year that he can't listen to music, and he has to say Kaddish, and the whole thing, right? Whole and the flip side is a chasen. A chasen has the day of his chasen, Sheva Brachas, and he has Shloishim. There's a halachas of Shloishim. We just learned in our Masechta of, of a washing, of being, uh, uh, trying to attract the chasen, the whole thing. The Kala has different different halachas, and you have Shana Rishayna. It's very interesting. The I don't know. I don't know what it is, exactly the parallel. You have the, and it's the first day is the most powerful, then go seven and thirty. Okay. Huh? <laughs> you know what? Being that you said it, I'll say it even better. They they say it says in the it says in the apostle, it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to a wedding. The question is why? And the answer is, no, I'm trying to say something like that. Because at a chasana, you bury two people. <laughs> okay. What he's trying to say is that when you get married, it's a type of an avelos. <laughs> this is shiva. <laughs> okay. It's a good thing when Noam, Noam spoke beautifully. He was the first speaker. out of. I want to say there was at least 20 speakers. The Shabbos was a little crazy. All the friends wanted to speak. Fine. Noam was number one. And he actually... Knocked it out of the ballpark. So Yishkoyach, good thing you, you kept that joke to yourself. Zok the Gemara. Va'isik be mitzvah, patur mina mitzvah, mahachanafka. What? This is where we learn the idea of ha'isik be mitzvah. The Gemara is going to bring another place where we learn this idea that if you're doing a mitzvah, you don't have to do another mitzvah. Now, Rashi keeps on saying, and you'll see soon also, ha'isik be mitzvah, you're doing of a smaller mitzvah that could patter you, the Chiddush says you could patter you from even a larger mitzvah, a more important mitzvah, or a mitzvah of, we'll see, Kares, uh, Karim Pesach, etc. Why is it mitzvah? I learned from another place, the Sanya. 
As it says in the Pasuk, if you look in the side, we're talking about the Pesach Sheni, Korban Pesach Sheni, that what? If people were Tommy, the war people that are Tommy, they couldn't bring the Korban Pesach on Yudalad Nisan. So Kashbaru said, Kashbaru said there's something called Pesach Sheni. Who couldn't bring a carbon pesach? Noisei aroy noy shall Yosef hoyu divrei Reb Yosli Haglili. Here, Reb Yosli Haglili says that it's noisei aroy noy shall Yosef. Those who carry the aron of Yosef Atzar. Now, I want to bring up a very interesting topic. Very interesting topic. You hear? There are people, Koyhanim, that go to Uman. Why do they go to Uman? Because they say that a tzaddik's caver is not metama. I'm sure the Lubavitchers, they go to the, I don't know, I didn't hear. I'm, I'm assuming that they go to the oil of the Rebbe. And many, many Koyhanim go to Rebbe Bayechai. So it's a Shiloh. Are you allowed to go to the, so here's the sugya. It says in the Medrash that Eliyahu Novi, after Rabbi Kiva was killed, Eliyahu Novi grabbed Rabbi Kiva on his shoulder and ran away with him. So they said, Eliyahu, you're a Kayan. What are you doing? So he said, Tamid Chachamim are not Metama. So that's the Medrash. So in fact, there's major Rishonim, like the Ramban, and all sorts of Rishonim, the Chinuch, the Rashba. They prove from this Medrash, oh, Tamid Chachamim is not Metama, you're allowed to be Metama. Taisvis argues, and Taisvis says that Rebekiva, not over here, that Rebekiva was a mace mitzvah because he was Arugi Malchus and they wouldn't give up the body. So Eliyahu Hanavi had to grab the body and run. He had to save the body. But it's not because I, the Medr says that he said Tamid Chachamim, Anamitama. He says it was a Tchiyabalma. And that is, it's a whole sugi, it's a whole long arichos. The morale says, and you know what? I'll ask you, how can you prove from our sugya that a tamad chachim is metama? It's mamish mafurish. It says, Yosef Sadik was metama, those who held Aaron. And the morale says, I think it was the morale, the Rishon. Rishon, not, not the morale Meprag. Morale, I think it was him. One of them said, where you think that we're, we're the, the Yosef Atzadik, you're talking about Sitkas of Yosef Atzadik, who's greater than Yosef Atzadik, and he's Metama. And there he became Tamaim. These are people holding the R, and these are Gdoilim holding, and they became Tamaim. Okay. Anyways, it's a sugya. The Avni Nezer was asked when the Svas Emes was Nifter, he was asked, could the Koyahana be Metama to the Svas Emes? And he said, absolutely not. It's awesome. So the kids are, don't. Think it's a simple parsha. There's a lot spoken over here. So look into it yourself. Says the Gemara. So Rabbi Zaglili says that it's the, those who were carrying the Aaron of Yosef, they couldn't bring a carbon Pesach, they had to bring it on Pesach Shani. You just turned to Chafeim and Bez, sponsored by them, the White Hill Group, for all those who need Shiduchim Rufus and Yeshua's, including our blind friend. Please join to Hillim.8mindaf.com.
So they were Isaac and them. There's a whole beautiful Tysus there. You know what? I'll talk about Tysus because uh, we could, it could lead into something else, maybe. Tysus says, if we learned, remember, another two, two strings of fire went into their nose and they died. But there's another Mandalma that says they were completely burned. And if they were completely burned, ashes are not metama. So Tysus says, what? No. No, no, no. The Zamanama says they got completely consumed. The two, the two fires that went into the nose, it was the inside. That was that. There's another Zamanama says they completely consumed. It says Taisvis, look at Taisvis. The Shemo Shildon Hoyo So you're probably thinking Sheled, like in Hebrew, means like the skeleton. But it's not what it means. Because we learned it already in, in Nida, I think. It means, it means the outline. The sh- like if you burn a body on a piece of leather or something, if you could see the outline, that's a shelad. Then it's still mitama, and that brings me to my maisa. But if you're new, I'll tell say it again that I still have this property. It's called Abney Lake in Indianapolis. And one day I get a call that one of the apartments burnt down. Okay, great. Burnt down means we make a lot of money. They pay you for a lot of other apartments. Great. But then the FBI shows up and the FBI says, the guy that rented that apartment is missing. We need to check the apartment. So they check the apartment. Of course, he's not in there. So they check the whole property. He's not in the property. They come back a few days later and they say, we need to drain the lakes in your property. So I printed out, I said this picture before, but today, just to make it interesting, I printed out what it looks like, the lakes. This is the property. It's 460 apartments. So like 47 buildings. This is one lake up here. But these green masses over here are also lakes. These are dirty lakes. All this green. It's a lot of water, Rabbi Yisai. A lot. And we need to drain the lakes. First they went in, sorry. First they went in with scuba diving gear. They couldn't find them. To make a long story short, I think it was after three months. We were about to renovate the apartment. And the person was sealed off. And then they discovered that this guy is actually in the apartment and that everybody has trampled over him. There was no zeicher to this guy. He was burnt to such a crisp. There's no shelet. There's no outline of his body even. That's what they discovered. That is the Maisa. I'm sorry to tell you, but there's such a thing as no shelet and shelet, but that's shelet. What? You don't remember the story? No. Look at me. Oh, you do? Okay. What? That we have left? Shachar's is in 10 minutes. Oh, what do you mean? We already started on base. More than enough time. Zok to Gemara. So, ask the Gemara. Rabbi Yitzchak Goyimer. Im noisi haron isha Yosef ha'yuk far hoyu chaylum entar. The Rashi says they didn't carry Yosef's oren for 10 months. So what is it? It's not like they carried it yesterday. They had 10 months before Pesach to be Kamtar. It can't be that. When was Nadav and Avi? When did they die? On the 1st of Nisan. Pesach is on the 14th. When did they discover the idea? When did Akash Baruch talk about the, the, the Paraduma? On the 2nd. Kids are there plenty of time until Pesach, a whole week, to be entire with 
the afer of the paraduma. So it cannot be. So Rashi says it cannot be. I'm just explaining Rashi. It cannot be a real mace mitzvah. That's not what we're talking about. Real mace mitzvah. You got to do it. There's no choice. We're talking about relatives. It's a, it's a mitzvah. Mace mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Shechal Shvishlem Liyaz It's very interesting. Rashi uses a Lashon here. If you look at Rashi, uh, you'll have to go all the way down. Not all the way down, but like, like um, almost two-thirds. Well, ten lines before it becomes white. And Rashi says that when you bury your dead, your mishpacha, it's a mitzvah kala. Mitzvah kala. Why is it a mitzvah kala? It's a massive mitzvah. I'm burying. So I saw a beautiful pshat that just gives us some light of what's going on. If you recall in the midbar, they weren't milder children. There's the wrong. So somebody that's not malice child cannot bring a carbon pesach. Remember, I'm just bringing. I'm just saying this for the, those beautiful halachas that we learned. If you have a child doesn't have a bismillah, you're not allowed to bring a carbon pesach. In the midbar, they didn't. They didn't do milah to the children. So there's many, many people out there that couldn't bring a carbon pesach. Anyways, let them bury the dead. Ah, you want to bury your own mishpacha? That's a mitzvah kala. These people couldn't do it that exact day. They become tired the next day. So the bottom line is, the Gemara is asking a question. Let's not forget the question. The question is, why are you telling me that you learned that from Kriyashma? That you don't have to say Krishma if you're doing a mitzvah. And over here, all of a sudden, we have another source. If you are, if you want to perform a mitzvah of burying the dead, and you know that Pesach is coming up at the end of the week, you don't bring a current Pesach, you bury the dead. Aye, it's a mitzvah kala. It's a very light mitzvah to bury the dead versus missing out on the beautiful current Pesach, which is a chi of kares, if you don't do it. When you're performing the burying the dead, it wasn't Pesach yet. I'll worry about Pesach when Pesach comes. Ah, Pesach comes. Sorry, I'm Tommy already. But right now, today, there's no mitzvah. So I don't have to worry about tomorrow. Maybe I'll be dead by tomorrow. Who knows? Right now, I have to do a mitzvah. But over here, that Krishma is right now. It's right now. So maybe I should. Drop whatever I'm doing and do Krishna. And if it only says it by Krishna, I'm sure they like a chorus. Krishna is not a big deal. You don't get chorus if you don't say Krishna. Pesach is very severe. I would say that it's also to bury your relatives when you have a chorus that's upcoming and you won't be doing it. Gufa. everything. Now the Gemara says beautifully. They discuss exactly what the Nakud is, how. What happened? Yecheskel, Kosh tells him, listen, I'm going to kill your wife, Le'elenu, in the Magaifa. And I want you to wear tefillin to show Klai Yisrael that this is what's going to happen to them. They, they won't be busy with their dead. They'll be as if nobody died. They won't, they'll have to wear tefillin. But what does that tell me? 
that tells me that everybody else in the world that has a loss doesn't wear tefillin. You wear tefillin. You are different. Hashem tells Yecheskel, I want you to wear tefillin. Meaning, everybody else that has a loss does not wear tefillin. So from here I see that the only mitzvah that you don't do is tefillin. Only when a person is an when the tsar is tremendous, that's the biggest tsar that there is the first day. Another halacha, he says in the name of Rav. Ovel Chayev Besoka, a person who's available, lost a loved one, has to sit in the sukkah. Pshita, we said that Ovel is Chayev in all the mitzvahs. We just finished saying. Ovel is chayiv in every single mitzvah in the world. There's one exception called, called tefillin. And now you're telling me, oh, by the way, he's also chayiv in a sukkah. And he's also chayiv in matzah. And he's, what's the chiddush? What's the so this is the way of the Gemara to, to, to narrow it down, to explain to us what is this tsar. You have a fly that comes flying in and he lands on your nose 10 times. That's tsar that makes you putter from a sukkah. For instance, by me, in my, in my sukkah, I don't know, I'm asking for myself, I have to go ask Surav now. Every night, the hoodlums come and they scream and they carry on right by downstairs. We have a park, right by, and they make noise and they're throwing things and they, they wake me up a thousand times. Is that mitzvah in a sukkah? All right. I use the plugs and I use the, the, the noise. Doesn't help. This guy is also bitsar. Why? Because he's a oval. He just lost a loss. He a loved one. So maybe he's bitsar and anybody that's bitsar is part of from his sukkah. It's when it comes from the sukkah, the tsar. If it rains in your sukkah, if it whatever it is, some exterior thing, fine, you're bizarre. It's very, very hot. You're part of the sukkah. But if you created the tsar in your own head, somebody died, nobody told you to be sad. You decide on your own to be sad. You could you could control yourself. You could be not sad if you want. You have to chill out, be calm, and sit in the sukkah. Another halacha from the same person. Here we go. Here what's going on in Rabbi Say for me. I'm being selfish. Shbarhu gave me a special thing. Somebody was telling me, somebody wrote me an email. He sees special things in the Gemara for him. Everybody in their own thing. Everybody. Achanan Pressman and Avi Sherman. Mamish, here he is. Avi, Shom Aleichem. Mazdov to you. You see what's going on here? The week of the, of the Ofrov. And all his groomsmen, all these chaverim, all seven days of the Shevet Brachas. My time. Because they have to rejoice, they have to be happy. You hear this? They have to be happy. Ask the Gemara, what's the problem? Let them do it all in a sukkah. Ein simcha elo b'chupa. You hear Aaron? What does this mean? There's no sim- The only simcha that you could have is only within the chupa. What is a chupa? What does that mean? You hear Avi? We're going to learn a new thing here. 
What is a chuppah? Chuppah doesn't mean those four poles. You can only have simcha under the four poles. So for this, we got to jump into taisvis. The taisvis, meshum delay matas man I'm sorry. Ain't simcha ala b'chuppah. Like four lines before it becomes white. Ain't simcha ala b'chuppah. Mashma mikan. Dimyata chasam chuppasam. If a chasen leaves his chuppah, you know what? I think we should start from the bottom of Tosis. V'tzarech ledaktik, I'll come back to this, remind me to come back to this. V'tzarech ledaktik, it's five lines before the end of Tosis. Ma'i chupa, what is a chupa? Di b'makim shebirchot chilo b'kis hanitzun and karali chupa, if it's under the four poles, parm shafilu b'chay b'yer, Ella says Tosis, two lines before the end. It's where they reside, the house, that first house that the Chazan Kahal share, that is their Chuppah. Not just he's passing by. In that house of the Chazan and Kahal, that's where you do Shavabachas. So, what if they leave that house and they go outside of that house and they go to the friend's house for Shavabachas? Do you do Shavabachas? Says Taisvis. You're not going to believe this. No, you don't do Shavu Brachas. They go to a restaurant to make a Shavu Brachas. In fact, the Shulchan Aruch brings this Taisvis. And Sfardim do not say these Brachas if they eat outside. However, the Maharal explains there's different... Uh, the Taz, the Maral, the whole Arichas there. Say, so what does it mean they go out? If they're going to a place that's special for them, the friends of the father is making a Shevard Brachas, right? They're making in, what is it, what is it called in, in Brooklyn? On a, it's a Shiloh, Rabbi, so we have to ask the Chassan if he wants to be there or not. But if the Chassan wants to be there, Mark Ashkenazi is forcing him to come. But if... The chassan doesn't want to be there. We have a major problem. We can't say these brachas. We're going to have to do halacha l'maysa mark. But if the chassan wants to be there, says the maral and the taz, they want to. There's a game. There's a magician and a zach and the whole thing. They want to be there. Then it's for the chassan. That's called the chuppas chassan. That's the house of the chassan for that moment. For that time. Very, very interesting. Taisus. Ayin in this taisus. And to finish off today's sugyot, So let them sleep, according to Tysus, let them just live in the chupa. We did this. They have to be together. The, the, you have to have the simcha together wherever the food is. As the Gemara said, at the end of the day, so let them live in the sukkah. The problem is, there's no bathroom in the sukkah. So the chasen might leave for five minutes to go to the restroom. And somebody's going to slip in there, and it's going to be yichod. There's a tsar of a chasen that what? The chasen wants to be playful with the kala. He wants to, he wants to act like a chasen in a kala act, and he's embarrassed about the people that are watching him. And if you have a three a three walled sukkah, it's open to the public, and he won't do so. If there's a lot of people. So, you see over here, we're not talking about B or anything like that, but we're talking about as a chasen is, I don't know if the word is intimate, it's a little bit strong, but how chasen acts with the kala. They look at each other, they talk, they whisper, the whole, that whole thing. It's embarrassing if people are watching, people that they don't know, because the Gemara is talking about these people in the sukkah. 
So there's no yichud. They are there, the people are there, and it causes them tzar. Or Rabzeiro, Ana Achli Besuko, me, myself, when I was a chosen, I ate in the sukkah, Bechadi Bechupa. What are the gorgors here? Hold on. Bechadino Besuko. Hmm. No, Achli Besuko, Bechadi Besuko. Bechadi Bechadi Liboy, the Kavid Natarti. I did both. I was in the sukkah, I ate in the sukkah, and I, had, I was yoyed to both. I got married, we got married before sukkahs, because you're not allowed to get married in Yontas, um, but, or Rashi, maybe it was Rashi, somebody. I was Mekayim both. I was able to get married before sukkahs and be Mekayim, the Sherry Brachs and everything in the sukkah, and the mitzvah of sukkah, how wonderful to be Mekayim all the mitzvahs when we can. But boys, I thanks for joining. Tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem, 12 p.m. Chicago time. So it's 1 p.m. New York time. Yishkoyach for all the well wishes. Have a wonderful week. Hagut Tavoch. Yishkoyach.